the thing is the clients um, that I was like led to and connected with were all people who I consider to be very good people deep down, regardless of like religious affiliation or anything like that. But they were all believers in some sense and had um, some kind of spiritual grounding, which to me makes a really big difference when you get deep into like issues or deep into things about how people are treating other people. I do believe that comes back to some kind of moral component in your soul. And that doesn't matter if you're affiliated with a church or you're agnostic or you're whatever you are. I think that um, I was definitely led to clients that that aligned with like my personal values. And so it made me feel very confident each step of the way as I was doing the work and kind of growing the business. Welcome back to the Balance Boldly podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Thigpen, Balance and Relationship Advisor, partnering with you so we can change the narrative and amplify your intimacy within and across your relationships so you can have the freedom, flexibility, and confidence to thrive in work life and in love. My personal mission for this and every episode of the Balance Bully Podcast is to serve you with the tools for moving beyond just barely surviving the burnout of work life over those narrow hills of imposter syndrome and through the barriers preventing you from being and doing greater. I am so grateful that you are here with me again for all of you who are returning as consistent family for the Balance Boldly Podcast. I really, truly honor your time and I appreciate you. If you are new to the Balance Bully Podcast, do me a favor, pause for a moment, hit subscribe, and make sure that you are ready to rate and review this episode after you listen to it. I promise we won't disappoint. But when you subscribe, rate, and share these episodes, it helps us continue to be at the top of feed spots, number eight out of 35 women in business podcasts to follow. So help us live there. We love this place. So help us live there and continue to be one of those podcasts that they are recommending that people follow and flow with. So thank you in advance for that. And of course, if you are family for us and you just feel like you don't need to subscribe because you're always checking for us on Spotify, YouTube, Apple, iHeartRadio, wherever in the world you have received us and we are grateful for the be there. Don't be like that. That's what I'm gonna say. Don't be like that. Subscribe anyway. Make sure you're getting those notifications. (laughs) Help our numbers go up. All right. So you guys know that I have been teasing and seeding that this season was coming up. I'm super excited about it. I am elated because I have been waiting with bated breath to discuss this topic with you. Because if you know me, if you follow me, if you've been to any of my engagements, you know I'm constantly talking about my number one guidance principle, principle, which is to fully live the life you teach. It is essential, vital, crucial to be a product of your own product. So if you teaching, preaching, or selling love, then you should be someone who embodies it, correct? And the same goes for balance and relationships and workplace and harmony and all the things that we are about to talk about right now, because that's why I am so grateful and privileged to have this opportunity to kick this season off with this beautiful spirited woman. She is phenomenal. She is experienced. She is professional. And when you look at her face, I wish you guys could just see her face right now. So you can go to her website before we end this episode and you'll see what I'm talking about because she is gorgeous and just embodies everything that she's teaching just by the look at her. And I promise you, after listening to this episode with her, you will see exactly why I chose her to kick this off 
Miss Lauren Williams, been uh, HR plus, and I say plus because you have more than just HR, professional for over 15 plus years, literally believes in and breathes organizational development, leadership development and training, and all the things that make workplaces more harmonious, which is why she has ventured out and leaped into the ocean of saying, you know what, I am not just going to complain about what I'm seeing with all of the companies that I worked with and within, I am going to be the change and I am going to start my own. So she leaped with faith and some skill, obviously, in her back pocket and started Workplace Harmony. Lauren Williams, welcome to the Balance Bully Podcast. How are you today? Thank you, Nikita. I am wonderful today. Any day I get to see you is a good day. So I feel very lucky to be starting my day with you. Oh, you're making me smile and blush. See what I'm talking about, y'all? She's such a sweetheart. <laughs> Lauren, tell everyone what you do, you know, to just pull forth all the energy that you have to use your skill and, and help your community of clients and prospective clients every day. Absolutely. So what I do is help small business owners, leaders, and founders really um, help their organizations through times of evolution and change and growth. Um, all of those things can be very scary to leaders as well as employees. And um, uh, my company, we go in and we just help them really learn how to break down any barriers and build up trust so that the communication can flow and people are more comfortable. Change is a scary thing, even on a very small level, even if you're used to taking the same route to work every day and suddenly you have to get um, rerouted and take a new way. It can it can feel jarring. and organizationally when there's changes people aren't very comfortable because they don't know what that means for them and usually communication is spotty and sometimes absent and so we really come in and help those leaders get through those challenging times and thrive and have really harmonious workplaces where everyone is joining together and there's um you know, a very high collaboration level, there's very high performing levels, uh, just by helping them build up that trust and break down those communication barriers. And that is huge and significant, period. Like I could literally end the sentence, we could drop the mic in the podcast right there, right? With everything that you're showing up and doing in the world. But even more so now for 2020 and all that life has has brought us. And I know at the time that we're recording it, this is a little bit more advanced at the time that it's actually published. Um, and of course, all of our episodes are evergreen. We make sure that everyone that comes in the community gets access to um, those really crucial podcasts like this episode of, you know, for at least nine months after the original air date. So regardless of when you are listening to this episode, everything that Lauren is doing is essential on a daily basis for any organization, especially those small businesses that are leaving deeper imprints in our communities. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so crucial. So I am curious of why you decided to leap in this, this way, because you could have gone and pivoted, you know, that's the favorite, favorite word for like the last four years, you could have pivoted into so many different directions based on what you had saw in your experience. And some would say you're a glutton for punishment because you decided to go down this road. You know, why? Like, why, what, when, how did you get here? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, at the time, I was uh, reflecting a lot on those famous quotes about, you know, taking risk. And if something feels scary, you should dive headfirst into it because there's probably a reason it's scary. And I don't 
um, I'm very spontaneous and it, it's good and it's bad and it's drives <laughs> my husband crazy sometimes, but I don't spend a lot of time thinking about the what ifs. If I have this feeling or this like itch, it just happens. Like it's just going to happen. So I was really um, struggling working a full time like corporate job and having very small children and wanting to be there for my husband and wanting to show up as my best self at home and work. I was showing up at my best self at work and the people at work were getting the best of me and my people yeah. at home were getting the ugly side of me and the worst of me. And I was grumpy and tired and I was, um, not taking care of my body and my soul. And I, I was just this shell of myself outside of work. And I was like, this is not who I want to be anymore. So I took a step back and went part-time at work and thought that would be like a great solution, but it actually wasn't because I wasn't absolutely loving anymore what I was doing. And I felt like I was still serving other people. And mm -hmm. I said, what do I really want to do? Well, my happiest time in my career was working with small businesses because you can have a lot of influence and they have this great vibe and everyone's there for the good of the company. You don't have a lot of egos. You don't have a lot of like politics. I was like, that's what I want to do. Well, small companies don't need like an HR person or they usually don't need change management or if they do, but they don't know how to articulate that. And so I decided to launch my own business and I had zero clue what I was doing. Um, I will tell you a funny story that when I was building my business, I created like a Pinterest board about like how to learn all the things from like building a website, <laughs> to writing a proposal to getting a contract. And like my first contract was probably like downloaded off the Google because that was my yeah. business partner at the time. Exactly. <laughs> and I just figured out as I went, I got great partners around me. I got a good lawyer. I met good networking colleagues who were like, try this, do this. Have you thought of this? And I put people in my corner who I trusted. Um, and most importantly, uh, my partner, my husband was just extremely supportive. He's like, you know, whatever decision you make, I feel that you make really good ones. Um, mm -hmm. We both felt like the Lord was guiding me in the right direction too, with where I needed to go. And professionally, mm -hmm. yeah, I've always like prayed on big decisions. And I, I mean, Absolutely. I pray a lot about little and big things, but this, I really was <laughs> like, just let me know what I should be doing because I'm I'm not going to figure this one out and um, ended up just going out on my own. It's been a glorious, wonderful mess of, you know, joy and fear and chaos and um, heartache and more joy and more growth. And I mean, I fail every day and I get up and I just do it again. And it's, it's really great. It's given me the time with my family. Um, it's given me the time to be around for my children and them to see me more and um, given me the space to, you know, reconnect with my husband and, and try to get us on track and get us in the right space. So it's been really, really great. Oh, my goodness. Woman, you have hit one of like five key things. I'm like, oh, my God. Like you hit so <laughs> It was, but it, it was and to your point. It was beautiful. Right. Like it you just saying. I wanted to do, I needed to do something different. What I was doing was no longer serving me with all the expertise and knowledge and, you know, community that existed in this corporation to the point that I could even, because not every job will let you go part-time, right? Like, yeah. so there's that. And even with that, honoring the fact that it still wasn't what you wanted, like that alone podcast season, right? Like just that alone, honoring what you really want. Um, and I know for you and I, just staying with that for a second, like you say workplace harmony, I say work-life balance, and, and more recently over the last few years, work-life and love, work-life and love. Um, and most people get into these like 
semantic battles over there's no such thing as balance. There's no, well, harmony is esoteric. No. And the reality is the way you just defined it is exactly how I define balance. Mm-hmm. Like balance for me is about admitting the truth of what you really want and creating boundaries so you can go get it. Yes. That's all of it. Yes. Right? Boundaries are huge and getting okay with them. And Nikita, you have to make some people mad when you set boundaries because you can never set a boundary without offending someone on the other side of that. So you've always got to be true to yourself. And for me, that's true to myself and to God. That's not just to me, but Mm -hmm. always operating Mm -hmm. with the integrity of do what's right when no one's looking and make sure that I'm doing the right thing as I walk my walk. So to me, that's really, really important. And you're right. You've got to set those boundaries. A thousand percent. And and I think that that's how you define harmony, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's, what do you really want and how can we get it? So what do we need to keep out? Like, or who, in some cases, who do we need to keep out? Yes. It's not all cupcakes and rainbows. I think people think harmony and like, oh, that's so cute. That's that's not what life is. That's not what marriage is. That's not what family is. That's not what work Mm -hmm. is. It's not all rainbows every single day. And there are hard days. But how do we show up on those hard days to get through it together? It's so much easier to get through something tough, connected, than separated. Literally, what's the what's the hashtag for 2020? All in this together, I think oh, something like that. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah. We'll I think that's the dumpster fire together. <laughs> yeah. Holy! I've never wanted to like live in Canada more in my life than like now. I am with you times ten. Like I think we're we're living in the same shack in Canada <laughs> together. <laughs> My family and your family all together yes. so we can do this frugally and responsibly. <laughs> I'm about that completely. Um, but and and with some of the meat of what you shared when you went from like, you know, I really wanted more of what I wanted. My I had the crucial conversation. I don't want to say tough, but crucial conversation with my life partner, my husband, to make sure that we would be on one accord because this was not just something that was going to impact me, but it was also going to impact us. Yeah. And we set some rules. So my husband's really like analytical, likes to know all the details. And I'm more like, let's just give it a whirl. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'm with you on that. But here's the deal. Like, mm-hmm. Let's talk about this. And you know, what's your plan? And we made it a plan up front. Like if after a year, this just wasn't the greatest for us or not working, whatever that means, like not just financially, yeah. but just not working that I would hang it up and look at like, you know, going back to a traditional role. Um, And there were some real tough times and there were some times I really had to lean on him and I had to like, you know, try to figure things out and say like, okay, well, I feel like we're getting some momentum. And um, he's always been just my ride or die right by me saying like, you got this, don't worry. And so the year came and went and things have just been skyrocketed. And it's by the grace of God that that's happened, that I've just been put in a position to work with amazing clients, amazing people who truly I adore. Um, so yeah. yes, but we did set some rules up front of what this is going to look like. And I wanted to be uh, home on Fridays, like with my children, with my sons and my daughter would be at school. But all of a sudden I started being able to pick her up and drop her off. And like her face would light up because for years that was him. I mean, he did her hair in the morning. He got her ready for school and he would show up at the field trip. And last year for the first time I could go on a field trip and it was 
awful because I, I hate other people's kids. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like, I'm not a field trip mom. Like I don't love it. I had to ride the bus and I tried to get out of it. And my husband's like, <laughs> ride the bus. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Uh-uh. But to see the joy on my daughter's face that like I got to go to that, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. And so those little tiny things, it was like, this is all so, so worth it. Yeah, but those are the moments that matter that drive you through some of those tougher times, especially with the back office of a business, right? Like there's the there's the front end that, you know, people see when they come to your website and like, oh, she's leading, she's teaching, she's helping people better communicate, she's breaking mm-hmm. down barriers. Woo-hoo! And in the background, you're like, yo, I'm trying to make sure my invoicing system is correct so that me and my husband don't have to have a different type of conversation and I can keep, you know, paying these people and outsourcing and, you know, all the beautiful things that you've been able to do in addition to honoring the fact that selling is serving, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's a a portion of it so that you can keep that flow going and wanted to be, to, to honor that you have a value that you know you have from the skill, the time, the blessed sweats, tears, maybe the student loans, you know, to prove it, like whatever you might have for that. But then also because you as a spiritually grounded woman who had a conversation with God said, this is what I want to do. I don't know how to do it. I want you to lead me. And he led you. Mm -hmm. And it would have been very interesting and quite disobedient for you to say, I asked for this leading. You laid it out for me. But because I hit a pebble along my walk, I decided this is is not working for me. Right. Like you could have easily fell into that. Yep. I absolutely agree with you. I, uh, the thing is the clients, um, that I was like led to and connected with were all people who I consider to be very good people deep down, regardless of like religious affiliation or anything like that. But they were all believers in some sense and had, um, some kind of spiritual grounding, which to me makes a really big difference when you get deep into like issues or deep into things about how people are treating other people. I do believe that comes back to some kind of moral component in your soul. And that doesn't yep. matter if you're affiliated with a church or you're agnostic or you're whatever you are. I think that um, I was definitely led to clients that that aligned with like my personal values. And so it made me feel very confident each step of the way as I was doing the work and kind of growing the business. Yeah. I mean, first step as a clinician, the first, one of the first clinical things that you're taught to do before you can even practice your clinical expertise and do the role playing and the mirrors and all the things that we have to do behind the two-way mirror, it's bizarre. But before you can do any of that, they teach you, you have to meet people where they are. Mm. It's not about Nikita's way or what Nikita, you know, Bryn Mawr taught me this specific school of thought and training. Yes. But if someone was to pen, you know, like everyone's coming with their own diversity within and between us. And so showing up to meet people where they're at, that is real ministry, mm-hmm. right? Like that is ministry. And you're what I would call a marketplace minister. Um, I know that that's what my role is too. And my ministry is not to go and find more people who are like me. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever your diversity is, whatever your experience is, I'm showing up and I'm showing you the love of me because mm-hmm. that's the love of God. That's what I'm showing. I'm not here to preach at you or convince you that this is my belief is the way it's let me show you. And I happen to be a Christian woman, but I don't have a Christian business. So when I show right. up, right, like as a Christian woman, I'm embodying what I believe, hopefully in a positive way. And I'm showing up as that. And then if you want to have a separate conversation with me outside of the guise of whatever our contractual obligations are, then we can do that. But just know that I'm not trying to press you into that because you asked me, well, Nikita, why are you so brave? 
oh, well, let me tell you about God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like you just Mm -hmm. ask me, I'm going to answer and I'm not going to minimize it. And you just saying like, listen, like I love when I can be around people who um, also honor and acknowledge the God that I serve. And I'm open to being around people who don't and happy to work with them. That's that's fully living. Yes, yes, because we can be an example. We can teach them things and they can see how we're showing up. And that's the best we can do. And that's what we should do. And to your point, I don't I don't um, sell on that angle or a, a brand myself that way. Uh, but if I get into a company and it's clear that, that some of those values are aligning, then, yeah, we can definitely have that conversation. To your point, I totally yeah. embrace that. Yeah, I know you do. I did some, I told you some very serious digital professional talking of you to make sure that what I met, because Lauren and I had a couple of virtual teas. Um, and for those of you who are just waking up to Zoom in 2020, we've been doing Zooms for forever. We're a little bit annoyed at how much we have to share the bandwidth with um, some of the schools that are taking over <laughs> Zoom right now. <laughs> like my daughter's going, Morgan, I'm like, wait, what do you mean, y'all? You're using Zoom too. Get off. Um But in our virtual teas, we had an opportunity to just really connect and be and understand each other. And from that, and before the virtual teas, as well as in between, I did my due diligence and I did my professional stalking. Like, okay, who, she was amazing when we were quote unquote in person, which was virtually in person over, I guess the kids will call FaceTime um, (laughs) version of, Zoom is like a a version of FaceTime, right? From your, for your desktop. Um, I was like, she's so amazing. Let me find her flaw. Let me go on and like Google this winch and like check her out. And I was like, oh, she's awesome. Okay. I'm so glad I portray that because my posts are so random in nature. They go from like venting about mom life to praising and, you know, just everything. It just is all the things at all the time. Yes. And, and that's why I knew it was honest. And mine's are very much the same. Like I, there's nothing wrong with having those really formal Instagram pages, right? Like with the colors. Um, we tried it years ago. It wasn't my vibe because I felt like I was being inauthentic mm-hmm. to me. I was like, I'm taming myself so it looks pretty to fit with the color scheme this week instead of honoring you know, today I'm a grandma and I want to talk about my G babies. Right. Mm -hmm. And today I'm the mother of a young college adult who's living back in my house and I want her out. Like, Oh (laughs) Oh, yeah. I know with the school's closed. I'm like, when, when does Morgan state university (sighs) open back up? Well, and for her, it's such a time of self-discovery and she got her toe in the water with who I am and identity. And now she's getting pulled back. And that, that's getting played with. And so it's probably showing up in really weird ways where you're like, who are you? Yeah. She thinks she's the queen of my house. And we're like, dude, like we work hard. My daughter's the youngest. And we were like, we've been waiting for you to be out. Yeah. Like we've been waiting this moment. We were young parents. So I'm like, we put in our time, dude. Like, listen, we get to schedule when we get the grandbabies. We don't have to deal with it 24 right. seven, which is why we get to love on them so intensely. And she's just like, I'm the queen. Move over, daddy. I'm getting in the bed with y'all. I'm like, oh my God, it's a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole thing. She runs, she runs every day. Um, but I have to ask you with all that you do, Lauren, and how you show up so fully and you embody it and how you say like the beautiful, messy, you know, love and failure and fruitfulness of it all together. 
how are you giving yourself permission to pause at the end of a really long day? Well, actually, I started doing something the past month or two where in the beginning of the day is my time. So I get up before the rest of the house gets up. And let me tell you, I hate getting up. I've hated it since I was like six years old. I I, I just I don't <laughs> like getting up, but I am a morning person. It's very weird for me. But like I could just lay there and hit snooze like 52 times, no problem. But I've been getting up very early <laughs> when it's quiet and calm and like the sun has just come up and like there is just this peace and calm. And I use that for prayer and meditation and like my grounding time. Like I don't, I don't check my phone, check my computer. I just open my Bible. I do my reading, my meditation, my prayer. And I just sit on the floor or maybe I'll walk around the neighborhood. The other thing I do is I'm very intentional about keeping our devices on and what the waves and the radio waves do to keep our brains on and keep us stimulated. So at night, I shut everything off um, when I'm ready to go to bed. So nothing's on. And I know some people say you can't do that. What if there's an emergency? You won't know. Well, emergency happened the other week and I woke up to all these texts. There's nothing I could have done at like 3 or 4 a.m. when it was going on anyway. So um, I need to do that because for me, I have to physically unplug and I have to draw those boundaries of I'm not on right now. I am off. And for me, that's really helpful not to have any electronics near me, um, near my bed in my bedroom. Um, but the morning time is something I've really embraced recently because it sets me off on a better tone for the day because then when all the little people get up and they're immediately hungry, it's insane. Um, <laughs> insane. Like I've already got my time. And so I feel like very grounded and very present. And I feel like I'm starting the day off with the right thoughts because when we wake yeah. up and like check our phone right away, we're bombarded with messages, some positive, some negative, some that we want to react to. And it doesn't give you that time and space to ground yourself in what's you know most important or in the now because we're so caught up in this electronic world. Um, I just yeah. found out about putting like limitations on how long you look at certain apps, like on your phone. I just learned that. I don't know what I've been doing the whole time, but I did that and that's pretty life changing. So truth yeah. be told, I was probably spending a little too much time on the gram scrolling and now I get this little <laughs> alert of like your time's up. I'm like, wow, I only read like nothing. But I mean that it's been very eye opening and it makes me like put it down and say that's enough. So um, little, little hacks I'd say have been helping. No, I love these. These are workplace harmony hacks. <laughs> Hashtag that. Okay. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> right? Exactly. I like, I love it. And it's all important. Like, first of all, we know how important sleep is, right? Um, and that sets you up. So the way you power down definitely influences how you power up. And you have little personalities depending on you to, they don't care that you had a tough day the day before or that mommy and daddy were not on the same page and they didn't sleep as well. And they woke up with this irritability. They care less about it. They woke up, they hungry. I know your people are little, little people. So there's some, you know, interaction that you have to do physically with hygiene and, and all the things. Um, that thank God I don't have to do anymore because <laughs> my youngest is about to be 20. Um, we only have to do it on scheduled grandparents weekends. Um, <laughs> but I know like it, we were just telling my daughter's babysitting uh, my grandson, her nephew, uh, for the first time today uh, at the day that we're recording this by herself. Like it'll be here. Obviously, she lives with us. But we're like this is you, you got this. Cause we're, we still have to work and we have some things happen, happening and she's on this weird sleep schedule right now. Right. Cause there's no school. There's that. Right. 
Um, so my husband gets up really early. It was like four something. He was like, Messiah's still awake. And she got to watch that baby tonight. I said, mm, she going to get a good lesson. A good, and I'm not saving her either. She's going to get a good lesson in what it means when you don't take care of yourself and you have another human depending on you to make sure that you have all of your I's dotted and T's crossed in terms of your energy. I said, oh, she's going to get a lesson. She better take care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she don't need no kids in the next 12, 15 years. It'll be years. a good lesson in that oh. too. <laughs> Exactly. I said, I, I'm always like, watch, watch your nephew and your niece. It's great birth control. Um, <laughs> so how can people connect with you, Lauren? Like, I know they want more workplace harmony, especially if they're a small business, um, even for some of the larger companies that have a lot of silos within them and they're having communication issues between the silos. I know that that's something that you know really well and that you could um, train to and help them with. So how can they connect with you to get more? Absolutely. So on Twitter, it's at Lauren Shazam. For Instagram, it's Workplace Harmony HR, Facebook, Workplace Harmony. And then the website is flipped. So it's actually harmonyworkplace.com. But go in there. They can shoot an email, shoot me a note. We can connect that way. Love to talk with them. Um, Or even if there's questions about like, so-called balancing or doing it all or like how don't you pull your hair out because I had a friend say a year or two ago your kids are so little you have a, how do you do this you have a business and I said I pray a lot I curse a lot and I drink a lot of coffee and that's the truth <laughs> I mean I'm not gonna lie and be like oh it's all wonderful and I don't know it's there's not. days it's it's not wonderful but you have to say that because we don't show the ugly right. sometimes and it's like that's what I try to portray in a lot of the pages is like Hey, I'm working and teaching and, you know, doing all this stuff. So yeah, all the ways they can find me. I love to connect. As you know, I'm a big fan of it. Oh, and they can check out the podcast. Yes. There's a podcast. Um, Caffeinated Convos and Horrible Bosses is all the places where you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Google, Spotify, and check that out. They're very short, very sweet, horrible boss stories and life lessons. I was about to say, and podcast, and you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, For those of you who are listening, Lauren and I can see each other while we're recording this, and I know you guys can't, so I'm reading all kinds of body cues, and I'm like pointing, and both of us are very animated, so she's not necessarily looking at me when I'm looking at her, because we're like in the zone of the conversation, and I'm like pointing like, podcast, podcast, like, don't forget to say podcast. (laughs) It's a very good podcast, Um, and I love that it's reflective not only based on who you interview and who you talk to, but your hosting style is very reflective and mirrors who you are as thank a person. You. And I, I honor how you show up. So I thank you for carving out this time away from the husband, the family, and the business to really show up and show out for us as you you know, taught us a little bit more about how you've been living. Fully. Thank you so much. This was wonderful for me too. I mean, as I said, talking with you is just always a gift and I'm very grateful for you. Ah, no we're we gonna talk more about that <laughs> thank you lauren balance boldly listeners thank you again for all of you who literally were listening to this distraction free some of you had your notebook and pen out and if you didn't rewind to those hashtag workplace harmony hacks that lauren was given about maybe seven to eight minutes ago make sure you rewind and get those because she gave some really good gems that I know will add value to the balance tools that you have in your life, in your love, and in your business. If you are new to the podcast, like I said at the beginning, make sure you subscribe, rate, and share. 
we want to make sure all the other ambitiously bold and brave out there have access to these valuable balance, life, love, and business balance tools that we are giving out every single week during the season. And of course, this is season 22. We're very excited about that. And we want to continue to show up and show up fully for you. So make sure you do that and share with people who aren't ready to have the conversation about how messy part of their life is and they need to lean in and hear how great experts like Lauren Williams are like, you can do this. Messy, full, flipped, full of babies, whatever it is, you can do this. You can take that leap and you can have your workplace harmony. So make sure you do that. Um, I honor you again for showing up and just tuning in with us and making sure you spread the love. If you have not already picked up my book, Selfish, make sure you do. Selfish, Permission to Pause, Live, Love, and Laugh Your Way to Joy is available everywhere. Praise God that books are sold, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, all the places. So pick it up. Um, I poured eight and a half years of my truth in that. Um, and yes, I invite you to judge me. Feel free. Um, <laughs> I'm okay <laughs> with that. If you want to connect with me on IG, I'm at Ask Nikita. Um, um, the same for Twitter, Facebook, and all the places. Otherwise, we will see you right here, same place, same time next week. So I want you to go create your balance and create your joy. But remember, do it always.